On this episode, we're one second off our 15 minutes of fame as we proudly make podcasts for cougars. I know you are floored, but tuck in with a plate of brownies and a tall glass of lemonade. Because yes, little Yachty, this episode is a pursuit of leisure. It's Sugar Fucking Ray on Checkered Past the Skycast. What up, Checkerheads? Welcome to Checkered Past, the Scodcast with Slynn and Rob, the show where, uh, hey, celebrity big brother, can you spare some ska? And uh, don't forget the ska lyrics, I never had to block on glue. Explore the history and impact of a different band each episode and hope to bring in new fans along the way. I'm Rob, and this is my sister and co-host, Slynn. Hello. Hey. He- hello. <laughs> hello. <clears throat> hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you? Uh, fine. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> the whole intro. Yeah, what was that? What is Sugar Ray? Oh, uh, yeah, correct. <laughs> Reality TV shows featuring Mark McGrath. Okay, that's fun. Can you give me them again? Hey, celebrity, hey, celebrity big brother, can you spare some ska? Oh, that's fun. Yeah. What was the next one? Uh, don't forget the ska lyrics, and then I fucked up impression that I get on purpose because I forgot the ska lyrics. What's that reality <laughs> show? There's a reality show called Don't Forget the Lyrics. Oh. That Mark McGrath was on. Oh. Okay. He did he did New a info. lot of stuff. Yeah. I thought what I thought you might have used the Clone High reference. Explain. I thought wasn't Mark McGrath on Clone High? Was it Mark McGrath? That was the joke. The Ashley, bit? Ashley Angel of O Town. Oh, it's yeah. Ashley Angel of O Town. Yeah, Canada. I know. I should know better. Yeah, you should know better. The cartoon mm-hmm. Ashley Angel from O Town does look like Mark McGrath. I understand <laughs> by that. I don't know if Mark McGrath has floating eyebrows, though. That's true. I think Mark, uh, I think... Uh, I think they're equally hairless. <laughs> Alopecia. Is that what that's... What, that's when that you have no hair. hair. Yeah, you that's, yeah, yeah, I know. It's like Matt Lucas. <laughs> like Matt Lucas, exactly. <laughs> Matt, thanks, Engineer Joey. Is Matt co-host. Lucas, does he have a thing? I assume so. More? He has no hair. I so. thought that was just white people, like <laughs> you know, like white British guy. He was just that white, yeah. And eliminated. I, think, the like, I thought he was just. There. I thought he was just like jarringly British. <laughs> no, he's got alopecia. It's a lot of. It is a lot of pale. We were watching him on the Great British Bake Off recently. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's not good at bits. No, he's not a funny guy. No, I watched that Little Britain show, and uh, did you? I'm sorry. <laughs> there's some. There's some stuff that does not hold up. I would assume so. <laughs> it's a little cringe. Yeah, I see. A little cringe. Seems like a guy who made jokes that I would not agree with now. He's got some Ricky Gervais energy. Mm, yeah, yeah, Real yeah. Ricky Gervais energy. Yeah. No, no fielding, though. Hey, what? That's yeah. mighty boost, though. Oh, yeah. he's on Great British Bake <laughs> yeah, My <laughs> friend <laughs> described his face to me as, like, each feature on his face is fighting each other. No fielding? Yeah. <laughs> Just each feature so aggressive and fighting one another at all times when you're looking at it. She is, is attracted to him. <laughs> I was going to say. She has lots of starting a little, It's getting dark a little yeah. bit, but then it just comes around. Yeah, no, end. she meant it as a positive. She likes the conflict. Yeah, she likes the conflict. Do you have a, a salinate? A yeah, but I don't have I'm I'm very hungover, I will say, yeah. for Joey's birthday. I don't know why. I didn't let myself drink yesterday. Like we just had the night before. Really, well, the night before. Thank you, yeah. God. Oh my God, the night before. Okay, whatever. So, oh, you got to talk about wrestling. That's what yeah, you talk about. yeah. Okay. Do 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 do. Wait, 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 wait. 
we have to pretend like we're drinking a beer. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, we're fueled by sea change. It's too early in the morning to be drinking this beer, but right. but we are fueled by sea change. We are fueled by sea change, and we do yeah. love the beer. And I had one of those beers before I left for wrestling. I also had a Prairie Fairy last night in no. honor. Of this episode, I would a say, knowing it was going to be too early in the morning, which is a delicious blackberry wheat ale, and it's one of my faves. Um, but yeah, I'm Talk new, new, new to going to wrestling. It's been a blast, though. So I went to a like mid kind of wrestling, and I only that's been not with, an like, insult. You don't mean to say it's mid, right? <laughs> no, I don't know what it's called. Like mid tier, I mean mid. It's like semi pro, semi pro, semi pro. What wrestling? Because the last wrestling I went to was just like in a dirty hall. Amateur, amateur. Yeah, it was super amateur. But I almost preferred that. I will say this was very impressive and shiny, but uh, it was sweet. <laughs> There's a fun little um, gay cowboy wrestler from Calgary that I love named Stephen Crow, and they were very fun. Uh, they did very well. And uh, yeah, it's fucking sick. What? I think one of my friends might do the wrestling hamp. There's this dude named Michael Richard Blaze whose bit was like saving people. And he's like, let me save you. And he had like the best wrestling monologues. And it was like classic, like 90s WWF level wrestling monologues. And it was incredible. And you said that the thing you like best about it is that you get to yell. Yeah. Yes. And I like to see if we can start a chant. A <laughs> chant. Yeah. That's why I liked Michael Richard Blaze is because there's a lot of things to yell. <laughs> like, because you can just, there's Plain. lots of playing off religion and God and, you know, do it for the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. You know? And you learned about new, 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 yeah, saying, holy shit. Yeah. Holy shit. What well, that was awesome. <laughs> do they, do they do that that was awesome. That. People were doing it. I don't know if it's something. It's, and then when the ref goes two, I really like being like two, two, two. <laughs> and I and he looked at me in the rafters, and I had my little two up. He was like, "Yep, two. That was a two count." Wrestling has a lot of like um, lingo that's really weird, right? Yeah. Like, kayfabe, right? Which is like the the face and the heel. It's important not to break, right? Don't break kayfabe. Always. I don't know that. Yeah, face and heel. The baby face and the heel, right? The good guy and the bad guy. The baby face and the heel. Yeah. Uh, I do know about the heel. Yeah. And the baby <laughs> face is the opposite. The good guy. The I'd want to be a ref. I want to be the ref. The big fan, a big fan of the heels because it means she gets to yell more. Yeah. Yeah, you yell at the yeah. heel a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there were the rads and they, their thing was to just touch their fingertips and whatever. And touching the tip. So, so now I have a little tip finger you mean a big foam finger a big foam finger yeah that was <laughs> what you're trying to that was very difficult it. to understand very hungover you guys are gonna have to translate no i'm i, 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 I am. had I'm, so I'm much tea i have so much tea i'm just spilling so much i actually did spill literal tea this morning <laughs> usually i'm busy spilling metaphorical tea <laughs> but i actually spilled an entire mug of tea on the floor <laughs> You know when you're just like your hand just stops like there's just like a pathway that gives up from your brain to your hand and yeah. you just like stop holding the thing you're holding and there's like no other excuse. Yeah, yeah it's called nerve damage. <laughs> Get it looked at. <laughs> you know how we all have nerve damage in our arms? <laughs> hey, I cut hair a lot. I probably do have some fucked up. Hair. <laughs> Too much barbicide. Too much barbicide. But yeah, okay. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that was fun. That was a, that's a good slit. Re wrestling sweet. There's a, also there's a the villain Tara Zep is from Vancouver, and she's this like super hot tattooed indigenous chick, and her thing is like being like an evil clown. Oh, yeah. They're they're athletes. They're not only actors. Also, what I will say is wrestling is filling my drag. I used to go to a lot of drag shows, but just got oversaturated. I still love drag, but 
got a little oversaturated for me. So this is filling my like drag. And the home. venue to watch drag in Edmonton And I think it's more inclusive. Oh, yeah. Like nowadays, I feel like it was like there was these two like Latinx dudes like Paralira and there was like a Caribbean dude from Toronto. And then, yeah, there was a fun little gay. There was lots of chicks. <laughs> fun, fun little gay. Yeah. And- <laughs> He was really sweet. We met him. He was a little cutie. We shopped at the same places. <laughs> we shared fashion brands. True religion. Affliction. Yeah. yeah wait. <laughs> Mostly just the affliction shirts. All right. We're absolutely thrilled to introduce our guest. Three Pete. They're the one and only Hyper Ska superstar who released a flurry of singles this year. The newest of which I'm screaming. is streaming everywhere right now. Eichler's is back. Back again, three years in a row. Ike, how are you doing? Hi, back again edition. <laughs> back again thanks, edition. Thanks for having me back on my favorite podcast. This is awesome. <gasps> Yay. I, thanks for being I, here. I told one of my friends that I was going to be here and told him about the band we were talking about. And he's like, I love that podcast. And I love that they only have you on for like the very <laughs> ska tangentially like associated <laughs> artists. And I was like, well, you know. <laughs> this time I like, I even asked, the, uh, usually the guest brings the 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 artist and but with ike i usually just give, give you the uh, what you're doing you're like uh tweet uh no doubt sucks and i'm like okay you should come on and talk about it <laughs> uh this time i even asked you you're like i don't know what we should do and i was like what about sugar ray and you're like yeah so that's why uh do you have uh thoughts about what we talked about wrestling yeah, Other are you things. a wrestling boo? I have I have no opinions on wrestling. I think it's cool. That's fair. Um yeah. I'm I'm not a fan of like violence staged or otherwise. Fair. So That's fair. I, yeah. I don't know. Not 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 a ton for me, but I I think it's cool. I like that people are into it. It makes me happy that other people like it so much. <laughs> I'm screaming. That's what I was doing at the wrestling show a couple of days ago. Exactly. <laughs> wrestling started, fun fact, it was a circus sideshow, right? They would have a wrestler go there and he would, like, you know, try to wrestle people in the audience. It was just like, like Spider Man, yeah. the first Sam Raimi Spider Man yeah. movie. Yeah. And so you're supposed to, like, you would be like, try to flip me. And then someone in the crowd would try to flip him. And then if you won, you got tickets for the circus or whatever. Yeah. And then, wow. but they were like, nobody wanted to do it. So they would have, like, um bits where they'd have people in the crowd and say you there like you know like snake oil salesman you there yeah. try to flip me and then the person would be like you know oh i'm so weak but then they would do it because you know they would like lift themselves up and do the whole thing yeah and so from there they kind of were like well why don't we just do that part where we stage that that's what people want to see and then it just kind of cycled. they were figuring there. it out yeah the one that I saw yesterday, what I will say, podcast. I mean, they definitely do like get hurt, but you can like very, very much see them, especially from the rafters, like not actually making contact or like making the sound with their own fist or like hitting the ground when this they do one's the punch. like, yeah, yes, yeah. there was like, but in a, in a good way, though, I don't want people to actually get punched in the face. <laughs> totally. So I, I actually just remembered I have been to WWE once. Oh, whoa. Um, I've never been I, big time. Yeah, Mike Mike Park got free tickets, and he took me and the rest of my band, Kill the Bats, back in 2013, and oh, my then-girlfriend, now-wife. Um, and he, he took us, we, we all went out to Sushi, and then we drove up to Daily City, and went and saw WWE, and he put $20 in Hope's gas tank. <laughs> After promising <laughs> to fill nice. it up all the way, he put $20. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. Dude. 
Can you uh, recall any of the like? Were there any big name wrestlers there, dude? That's that's the thing. I I only remember the drive there and back. I don't remember shit about <laughs> wrestling. I don't I don't remember a single thing about the wrestling we and saw. And it's long. It's kind of fucked it's up. Like three and a half hours too. Like like WWE is like so. A lot that's of value. what this one was. Yeah. The like the one that long. I the last the super amateur I went one I went to was like an hour and a half two hours and that's what I was kind of planning for. But this one was like three three and a half. Yeah. It's so long. It's long. It's a commitment. It that's is. A, that's a whole ass evening. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, what, what's up, Joey? I was going to say, that's like a party. That's like that's party like a party. That's, yeah. party, that's party time. time. Like, how, how much time is there in between the matches? None. None. There's there just a like, little intermission. Just like roll me. on through. I guess yeah. they don't have to switch over any gear or anything. Well, right? and they don't pipe it. Well, depending on where it is. But like on WWE, they don't pipe in the announcers. Oh, like, okay. Because that would be super distracting. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, totally. yeah. And so you would just you just watch it. And so only when they get up and are on the mic do you actually hear from people. But the oh. commentators are that's just for the TV. Interesting. It's wild. The more you know. Yeah. The more full, I know. About full of facts. Now. Full of facts. Ta- Speaking uh, of facts. Yeah. <laughs> hey Ike. Catch us catch the listener up. Twelve months since you were last on the pod ish. Uh, what has been 2023 all about for you? Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been a cool year. Um, I played a show in Tokyo, Japan in Shibuya back in April. That was pretty crazy. Um, my wife and I went there just like as a belated honeymoon, you know, three years after we got married. Um, and then I, I figured like, Oh, it'd be cool to like try and play a show while I'm out here. Cause you know, my life setup, I don't, I don't have any gear. It's not like I take a guitar and amp with me or whatever so i just like brought my little bag and my auto-tune pedal and my mic and luckily through like friends of friends and on through like the bad time community i got linked up with uh nobuyuki from punk mart and he was able to patch me in with these cool like hyper pop adjacent rappers and we ended up playing a show together at this place called jump in shibuya like a less than five minute walk from like the world famous like shibuya scramble that big like crazy crosswalk that you see in all the yeah. videos yeah yeah yeah. um so it was like in in the heart of the like one of the most popular That's prefectures so cool. in in tokyo yeah it was it was crazy and the show was really fun i was really nervous really like self-conscious because i don't i don't speak japanese and you know i'm trying to be friendly but i can't like communicate with anyone so i'm just like sitting there yeah. waiting to go on and it was it was a really cool experience and people were hype as fuck and really liked my shit that's um, awesome. It was it like... was a really really sick experience. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. Good for you for doing it. That is high pressure. <laughs> I yeah, feel like it was high in a really positive manner. Like transcends language. High for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that is, I if I remember correctly, that is how I opened the set, and everyone's like, <laughs> and like "There's this, there, there's this one dude. Uh, shout, shout out Zach, who's like a fan of mine. He's from Illinois or something, but he's been living in Tokyo for like ten years." Um, and he he showed us around and he came to the show, knew all the words, front row, singing all the lyrics back at me. So it was it was like super reaffirming to have someone there who I knew and can communicate with who was very hyped to see me and sort of bring in everyone else up who'd never heard me before, like around him. So it was it was a really positive experience overall, though, like one of the most probably the most nerve wracking thing I've ever done as an artist. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. How is, uh, have you been to Japan before or is that your first yeah, time? Yeah, that was our second time going. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So like we're familiar with like how shit works and like Hope speaks a little Japanese and understands a lot. And I speak almost none and understand even less. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> it was, I, I, I 
kind of felt like a ding dong for not like learning anything beforehand and just like going in like, oh, I'll, I'll be the dumb white guy. It'll be fine. Like, everyone will be nice to me. I, I'm going to prepare better next time. But <laughs> yeah, it was it I was guess, really like, cool. People rely on Google Translate a lot from what I've read on like travel sure. subreddit. Yeah. Japan. Yeah, and that is and that is like a lot of what we did, a lot of phone yeah. communication, like Google Translate typing shit out. And it was cool. Like it, it worked out. Everyone everyone there was super sweet and super nice. Like best meal. Best yeah, meal 100%. in Japan. Oh my goodness. Best meal. Uh this place called Kat- Yeah, Katsuo Shokudo. Uh it's this Michelin star restaurant nice. in Tokyo. Already but not sick. like not like Michelin star in the way that like you usually think of. Um, it was like very low key in this little apartment building. I think there were probably 10 or so seats in there. And it's like the shredded bonito flakes over rice. And that's that's oh. it. She like oh. uh, dries the fish herself and like hand grates it. And it's just wow. like the most perfectly balanced flavor of any meal I've ever had. That was the best oh meal God. I've had in my entire fucking life. That sounds and it was yummy. Like, wow. And it was like $10. That's oh, sick. Oh, yeah. And it was like chill and kind it of was, casual. And... It was super chill. She was – Yeah. The like chef was so sweet and she like followed me back on Instagram afterwards and Aww. I was like, ah! I was like freaking out. <laughs> um, yeah. And every every now and then I see her post in my feed and I just drool and hope and I talk about that meal all the my time. My mouth is so. watering and I yeah, love if, rice. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I, I – I I, so let's see. Yeah. So it's just like the shredded bonito over rice and then like a raw egg. You could like the egg was yeah. extra. It'd be like a topping you could add, and I got the raw egg. And did the eggs eggs in Japan are different. Eggs it, not in the US. Are, yeah. Was it umami? Yeah, umami. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah See, the, that's yeah, what um- I like about Japanese food. Is like it's so yeah, they're like big on like that umami flavor. Even Japanese like, mayo so is like oh my way god, so good. Than, oh totally, like, any, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yum. So hungry. Little, little babies. Cool. Did you have like a Jap- traditional Japanese breakfast? I'm assuming. We did, yeah. We had one last time, and then sorry, I'd be the curious. first time we went, and then yeah, this past time we did too. Yeah, and that's really cool because I, I, I love like that that sort of like low key Japanese breakfast. I'm not like a big like hearty, you know, stack of pancakes <laughs> yeah. breakfast person. So like yeah. I like I like a low key breakfast anyway. But yeah, I had like uh, natto, which is fermented soybeans and rice, and then like a piece of fish. And it was yeah. in some tea. It was amazing. They so like, good. They really figured it out, you know? That's what I'm saying, dude. Yeah. <laughs> they they, was, they, they really, really cool. figured a lot of things out there. Yeah, it's much from, better than here. It's from having an uh, isolationist policy. I know. For I know. I know. It's complicated. <laughs> also, they're like, you know, very fish, fresh fish is readily available. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just, unlike where we are. Yeah. I, I <laughs> barely know what that's like. So I know what a fresh fish tastes even like. Even just what, tea, though. Like, even tea. Yeah. Even tea culture is just so much better. Totally. Do you do pachinko? No. Too scared. Too loud. Too loud. <laughs> <laughs> we, every every pachinko place we walk past, I like told Hope, I was like, I want to go in and like I gotta know what it's like. And she's like, No, it's it's too overwhelming. I I can't go in there. If you're gonna go Fair. in, you're going in by yourself. And I was like, I can't go in by myself. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's like such a ra- racket because like you're like you have to buy chips to do it, mm-hmm. but then you the rules are you can't use the chips to cash out. Yeah, like so you have to go like around the corner outs- to a different uh, yeah. shop, right? Yeah. What? You, you have to like go outside. <laughs> That's how they get around the rules. And it's like every pachinko place is the same. You go around to like some guy outside who will just like cash, cash you your out. chips in. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, if you stay in the pachinko place and like exchange it for prizes, that also marks you as a tourist. Like, because <laughs> it's like, yeah. 
Like no local ever. I just does wish that. our Seven Elevens had like delicious rice balls and not taquitos. <laughs> hey, I like a taquito. Every yeah, day. yeah that's a, don't like they're the Seven Eleven taquitos are for the people. The they're there when yeah, you need yeah, them. That's, yeah, that's no one needs them. I will stand. But I don't think anyone. I, mean, I don't I think don't that's know. good for anyone's body. No one know. can break that Sounds down. Sounds like you haven't been that. driving to Calgary a lot lately. <laughs> <laughs> Road taquitos, Road but taquitos they are fans, easy yeah. to eat while driving. I See, will that's give you that. So then, what do you what do you got against American hot roller? cylindrical culture i do i don't like i don't like my food to sweat <laughs> for like all day <laughs> yeah. sweaty a sweaty sweaty steamy little hot dog i just have to just turn I just it have and to, turn i just have to lie back and think of england when i have one of those like i really just lie back and think of england yeah i mean i'm doing it for the country. <laughs> it's a culture a cultural event yeah it's a for queen country <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i'm like not opposed to like a futon on the floor like a japanese futon on the floor oh yeah because like laying you like on the ground is nice on your back what do you think about those um triangle pillows i don't know about the triangle pillows yeah they're like i, they're I don't know the old timey pillow. pillows that are kind of shaped like a triangle and you're just supposed to lay your head directly back on it hmm. yeah oh. it's supposed to be Probably good, good. Back. yeah that sounds nice but How- apparently sleeping on your like the <laughs> i think there's something with like <laughs> Head goo, like head goo. <laughs> okay. If you're like on go your with back, this? I think it's like bad for your brain <laughs> for your to do it. Goo. Like, yeah, it's better for, for like the, aging and goo? better for your. But yeah, you don't. Settles? Yeah, I mean, there's like a reason, but it's something about the head goo. <laughs> um, the fl- laying on the floor thing, though. How often do you all lay on the floor? Never. Often. You never lay on the floor never. every single day. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. You yeah. gotta lay on the floor. Just about every day, I think I lay on the but floor. Do you not have a sore back, bro? No. Okay. No. I have a terrible posture. Get but, back problems. Yeah. <laughs> get back problems. I have enough And then get back to me. Get back back to me. Laying on right. the floor for a few minutes after work and letting the dogs crawl all over me is like a classic, classic D. Like, it's, a, it, it's a good way to decompress. Yeah, yeah. totally. Totally. It's great. I was actually doing that earlier this morning. All right, I'll try it. (laughs) I got home from my run and I was like laying on the ground about to like do my sit-ups and all my stretches and stuff. And Topo comes over and he just like stands on my hair so I can't lift my head and just starts licking like my eyeball. Just licking all the sweat off my face. I'm like, ah! (laughs) It's exciting when the human is on the floor. He's on my level. Get him. Uh, Yeah, yeah, get him now. They get so excited when you're on their level. It's licking time. Time for licking. It's licking time. (laughs) <laughs> uh let's talk about the music so yes. what's been going into the the music that we've been putting out this year and what should people expect coming into 2024 yeah so the let's see the music music this year i put out the my checker future b-sides record earlier yeah. this year uh in Which april fucks yeah joey, days before that MCR. was on joey every time his car turned on Oh, that's or, so my, sweet. or is Bluetooth yeah. connected to my car? Yeah, yeah. for like <laughs> a lot. Three months. Good, good, good portion of good. the beginning of the summer. <laughs> Which that's is awesome. good. I'm happy to hear yeah. that. Yeah, I'm re- I'm really proud of those songs. And I'm I'm glad that I like after sitting on them for so long could finally release them. It was um, good summertime driving music. Yeah. And and I mean like Starting with the Kenny thing, which is great, and then just finishing it off with Chicken Chain, which is also yeah. great. Yeah, yeah Adam, what a what a silly fun listen. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so true. Yeah, Adam Adam from Omnigon is like, when are you dropping Chicken Chain? When are you dropping it? Like, <laughs> Fine, dude. It's going on this fucking record, okay? <laughs> and then like yeah, someone it's awesome. <laughs> thanks. Someone at um 
I was playing Gilman earlier this year and someone's like, bro, I'm coming to your show and seeing you for the first time. Can you please play Chicken Chain? And I was like, yeah, I guess. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Just just for you, if you promise to sing. And then I did it and just like the crowd was completely dead. Completely dead. And like Hope Hope was there with a couple of her friends. And afterwards, she's like, you shouldn't have played Chicken Chain. I was like, oh, this person asked me to. I was trying to be nice. but I I knew this was going to happen. That wasn't why it was on the set list. I would have done the same thing. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things. Chicken chain. <laughs> it's one of those things where, like, yeah, like there's uh, there's songs like that from artists I like too. You're like, oh, if they played the song live, it would go off. Like I would be yeah. going crazy, and then like you're actually there in that moment, and you're the only one, and you're like, well, I kind of feel a little weird about going crazy, even though I'm so excited. Like, yeah. you know, it all depends on the crowd, depends on the energy. Yeah, oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, and then this year, it's been been mostly remixes. I've been really really fortunate to have a lot of like especially scott punk international artists shout out hambonk international um like hitting me up to remix their songs uh let's see we did the sad snack remix independent decay remix and a couple other ones i'm forgetting off the top of my head but yeah that's been a lot of fun it's been that's like one of my favorite things to do is just reimagine an artist's song especially an artist that like i like and look up to and i'm friends with like that's always it's always a treat for me yeah when you do remixes like that, do you usually like get stems and then kind of like reconceptualize right from the stems or do you kind of like do it kind of like more traditional remix style? It's definitely like reconceptualizing from the stems, like the Flying Raccoon That's Suit cool. remix. I had listened to the song like I think I listened to the first 15 seconds of Swan Song when Andrew sent it to me and I was like, oh, I want to do this one and then like didn't listen to the song like cool at all That's so rad. i yeah i just like took the horns and uh jessica's vocal and i was like i'm just gonna write a song underneath this because i i think that's more i that's more fun for me and more like in enjoyable as a music listener than like trying to stay true to like the structure or, like some parts of the original song because it's just like how would this sound if i wrote it yeah. um hell yeah and that's and that's like how i how i like to do cover songs too like doing like a verbatim cover is like fun and it's cool but like the artist is already doing that like where's it's it's sort of more fun to like reimagine it as a different song and that's sort of how i approach like remixing too like what i think people come to you for that as well Well, i was just gonna say for sure yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. like they want they want that when they reach out to you to like do something like that yeah yeah totally it's cool that people fuck with it too and want want that treatment for their own songs yeah. yeah it's very it's so fun they like, want to give you something a... to reimagine yeah and be like well what yeah, would it sweet. sound like if you did this <laughs> <laughs> plus hyper scott's such a unique sound i feel yeah. like all of like anyone in the community who appreciates what you do but doesn't do hyper scott for them to be like hey it's me doing hyper scott and ike himself is doing it you know yeah, like, totally. that's extra cool <laughs> And so what's uh, what's coming out in 2024? What, what can people expect over the next 12 months? Uh, let's see. I'm hoping the next record will be done pretty soon. Um, I'm like 99% of the way done writing it. So need to finish up a verse here and there. Um, so hopefully next summer, new Ooh. Eichler's LP, um, a special, special something or other at the beginning of this year. Uh, I'm working on, I guess, might, might as well say it. Who cares? Um, it's going to be an acoustic record. Oh, wow. Oh. So like your your favorite Hyperska songs from the past couple of years done acoustically. No auto-tune. Yeah, didn't well, didn't just, you do a show like that kind of recently? Yeah. 
Yeah. Cool. Uh, I think sometime last year. Yeah, I played at I played at Silver Sprocket in San Francisco with uh, Alon from Indica and Decay and a couple other people. And yeah, that that went really well. And you know, Eichler started as an acoustic project, so it's it's cool, cool to like how how far it's like gone removed from just me playing with an acoustic guitar and sort of bringing it back to that and really putting I don't know it's more like self-reassuring that like oh yeah these are like good songs that can I think stand on their own without all the bells and whistles that you know people come to know my songs for like the auto tune sure. and all the goofy arrangements and whatnot <laughs> well the there's something no like Celine and I have talked about this quite a bit where like when you talk about like covering a song or whatever like and making it more punk rock or something like that a lot of pop songs they're just isn't really enough to them to simplify them into like a pop punk song or something to that effect. Right. Mm -hmm. So then to take songs that like, I don't know, I I guess like hyper ska kind of like to an un uneducated ear, it might sound pretty simple or whatever, but to be able to pull your songs back and be like, Oh, they're just good songs to begin with. Like just the guitar and, and the vocals and stuff like like you say, you don't need all those extra bells and whistles. They're just good songs. And it's really cool to be able to just be like, hey, check this out, you know? Yeah. Pro- and proving, I'm, it, proving it to yourself, you know? For sure. Yeah. And I I think it's that way. But I'm I'm really curious to see if, you know, if other people feel similarly and sort of have, have everyone hear the songs in a different light, especially like, you know, the people who've fucked with me like really heavy for the past few years, like like you guys and people who know, <laughs> know the songs really well, like hearing them uh, reimagined and stripped down, like. I, I think is going to be a really cool fan experience. And it's, uh, again, really exciting for me to hear them that way after hearing them the same way for so long. Uh, the only other question I have is I'm always interested to hear what uh, new things you're listening to, like in the field, because you always, uh, every year, it seems like you have like found something cool and interesting that's happening in the in the universe. So what's what are you listening to? What are you spinning these days? Oh, my God. I have been obsessed with this. Uh, they're this mysterious duo from the U.K., uh, they make music under the moniker DJ Sabrina, the teenage DJ. Ha! Oh, yeah. That's fine. Um, <laughs> it's it's like nostalgic '90s out outsider house. People have sure. labeled it. They put out a okay. record this year called Destiny. That's four hours long. Holy okay. shit! And it's incredible. <laughs> I've I've been not a minute uh, wasted. <laughs> I mean, there's there there's like you know lulls and dips. It's it's four hours of music. Like no one no one can write a four hour like straight top to bottom banger. I feel like that's an impossible feat. But sounds banger. like a challenge. No yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not I'm not saying no one. <laughs> it could it could happen. I just feel like it's not very likely unlike. to be me. Yeah, but like this this record like more more often than not is is hitting its really really cool um yeah if if anything if if y'all are trying to check that out i would recommend like the first probably 35 minutes of it or she actually like i i say she just because that's they use like the like the sort of pixelated version of melissa joan hart from like <laughs> sabrina the, show, the teenage yeah. witch <laughs> yeah, uh, like yeah. on oh, all I the album covers time so even show. though i, I put time into watching that show yeah right yeah so even, was even the then that's like the immediate nostalgia hook um yeah she put out like an abridged version of the record that's only an hour and a half. Uh, that's just sort of like <laughs> all the songs distilled to like their parts. Um, but yeah, just the the first track on that record, Honey, has just been like it's eight minutes long, which again, hella long, but just 
incredible and I can't get enough of cool. it. Every time I listen to it, it's like I'm hearing it for the first time. And I'm just like, DJ Sabrina, in. the teenage DJ. Yeah. That's yeah. Also, the name is <laughs> 10 out of 10. Banger oh, ass yeah. name. So funny. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I love that you're like, I love this eight minute song, which, but that's like four Eichler songs. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And, <laughs> and dude, it's like my, my like music listening has like just come full circle and taken all sorts of weird turns over the years. If you told me in high school that my favorite current song is eight minutes long, I would have been like, that's stupid. That's- I do appreciate, I do appreciate that they put out a record that's <laughs> half of a work day though. I'm saying, you know, like you yeah. Just, you just come back from lunch or whatever and put that shit on and you're good until you go home. That's exactly what I do. I put <laughs> it on like the top of my day. By the time the record's over, I'm just like, I, I'm i halfway through. Yeah. <laughs> you're going home soon. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Ish. I get lunch, then I go home. So uh, are we ready to enter the time? How European. Ooh, let's do it again. How European. How European. Yeah. Eat lunch and then go home. Yeah. Eat lunch, go home. I wake up. I listen to my four-hour record. I eat lunch and we go home. <laughs> it's like our what people. country were you from then? All of them. Yeah. <laughs> All of Europe. <laughs> Europe. You're European. It was your Eurovision accent. Yeah. Time scotchy. Time scotchy. Oh, here we go. <laughs> he was in Europe. Song bangs. Shout out to Keelan. Yeah, shout yeah. out to Keelan. Shout out. Some last night. Yeah. We did. Yeah. He was there. He was hanging out. He was I, I won bouncy balls and he was juggling them. Yeah. It just seems like uh, a person with very talent. He has many talents. Yeah, <laughs> like Juggling. very impressive that it, it's just like you're like, oh yeah, Keelan juggles. I'm like, yeah, of course he does. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like of course he can do a thing. I he can't can play do. drums. He can write ska songs. He can juggle. He can draw. He can draw. Yeah. Uh, the time scotching takes us back to 1968 to explore the checkered past of the one and only Sugar Ray. Yeah, big yeah. ska band. Big ska band, the biggest, the biggest ska band yeah. that anyone's ever known, That's, and everyone knows them as a ska. I band. mean, it's the one that people have been asking for. It is, right? <laughs> I would say, like, it's like Mighty so Mighty many Boss people Stones. have requested it, and Rob's like, like no, no, just no can't not do yet. It. We not need the, the right, right time. Guess. We need the right. It guess. wasn't the right time. Fly dropped. Commenced the summer of ska. The yeah. amount of time <laughs> we had to it. disappoint bands by not talking about Sugar Ray. <laughs> Yeah, that's usually hearts. their it's first, their first thing, and they're like, I guess I'll talk about real big fish. Yeah, it's usually real big fish. Everyone wants to fucking talk about real big fish. Well, they can't anymore. Yes, it's thank done. God. It's done. No, you guys have had, there's rumblings. I've heard. <laughs> there's you, rumblings. You Chris mm. of Ska Punk <laughs> International. Mark McGrath was born in 1968 in beautiful but friendly Hartford, Connecticut. At a young age, his family picked up their roots to move across the country to the slumbering town of Newport Beach. He got his love of the arts, however, from his mother, who designed, crafted, and sold bespoke tall houses. She always aimed for perfection and wanted to build the absolute best for her son, who at a young age was obsessed with cowboys. She meticulously created her masterpiece for her child, a multi-unit set of an Old West village featuring a blacksmith, a jail, and a three-story saloon, complete with a miniature horse watering in front. Cute. Mark, by then a boy of thirteen, said to his mother, "I a think boy I'm too big." Of thirteen. I think I'm too big for this one horse town. I think I'm too big for this one horse town. One mini horse town. Yeah, yeah, one mini horse town. One mini horse town. <laughs> but the creativity bug was bit, and Mark knew that more than anything else, what he wanted to be was a musician, playing on the <laughs> biggest stages in the world, playing on his favorite radio shows, and collaborating with his favorite rock stars. 
So he went to the pawn shop and gazed in the window. His eyes went past the Les Paul, past the Stratocaster, and they fell on a beautiful black and white number with a sultry silhouette. Ah, this is the one, he said to no one in particular. And a legend was born. Wow. Weirder Mark did not take to the accordion immediately. But damned if he didn't try, and perseverance paid off. In the vein of his hero, whom we can't name due to legal reasons, he crafted (laughs) hit after hit, including Take on Beans, Total Eclipse of the Tart, and Hungry Like the Wolf. While his work was prominently featured on Gargantuan Regional Station 101.5 KOCILP Classic Tracks, and earning the nickname the Mighty Hercules of the Newport Beach comedy and or rock parody scene, he wanted more. And so when he told his parents he was going to move on from his highly lucrative $50 a month career, his parents asked if he was serious, to which he replied, I'm as serious as three heart attacks, and I would know I've had five. Um, mm-hmm. Did Weird Al upset <laughs> So that's that time? Yeah, I would say yes, very. Yeah, yeah. he was really coming he for was his He treading on his If there's yeah. anything I've learned so from that documentary that came out is that he's highly litigious. How, um, and that documentary is uh, as real as this bio. <laughs> That's right. Um, <laughs> so, okay, how old is he at this point? When 15. He's had fi- 15 and he's had five heart attacks. Yes. That's crazy. Yeah, I know, right? People don't talk about it enough. Yeah, I know. But that's like, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Like that Simpsons yeah. bit. He's so strong. He's so strong. At 15. At 15. Wow. A powerhouse. Uh, He paced back and forth in his kitchen, trying to come up with his next big project, but was hitting a brick wall. It really hurt, and it also didn't help him come up with ideas. (laughs) (laughs) Rob looks happy with himself. For the listener. He then looked at the oven, and a light bulb went off. After opening the oven and changing the light bulb, he saw what was actually inside, and he got an idea. Shrinky Dinks was formed in 1986 by Mark and his chums Rodney Shepard, Murphy Cargas, and Stan Fraser. People don't know that Shrinky Dinks is attributed to Mark McGrath. There were Shrinky Dinks in the oven, and he's like, ah, that's the name of my band. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, you look around the room, and you see things, and you come up with ideas, and that's like, yeah. Shrinky Dinks. It's a classic um, Kaiser Soze situation. Was it his mom doing the dinking? One can only assume because well, he didn't. I mean, he didn't know the dinks were in the oven. No, he didn't know they were the in light. there. I mean, I'm sure she was pissed. She's like, "No, they're not done yet. <laughs> they're not small enough yet. <laughs> they haven't shrunk. <laughs> these di- these aren't even dinks yet. Yeah, they're shrinking dinks. <laughs> yeah, not dinks. Uh, while Mark wanted to be the band leader, his bandmates were concerned about a few factors in the band, so they sequestered in Joshua Tree with as much ayahuasca as they could procure. Eight years later, they reemerged, and Mark agreed to their terms, not to play the accordion. While playing at a small club in the OC, the band was simultaneously discovered by DJ Lethal of Limp Biscuit, Charlie's Angel director Mick G, and Baywatch actress Nicole Eggert. They were all there as a part of the We Will Always Be Relevant crew and found a kindred spirit with the performance. <laughs> DJ Lethal was quoted as saying, We may be the We Will Always Be Relevant crew, but there that on stage will be remembered for decades. Mick G immediately wanted to produce their debut album, but was concerned that the fact that they dressed up as John Wayne Gacy, Ted Bundy, the Unabomber, and Charles Manson was too niche for the mainstream. Nicole Eggert also came along. Before they could record, though, the name was a sticking point. There were already 68 groups named Shrinky Dinks active in Southern California alone, and it was considered crude to add one more. Fair. So they went to their backup to name themselves after a pugilist of the utmost rapport, a boxer with renown and prestige. Someone to aspire to be and whose neon name they wanted to emulate. The Mark, the, the Mark, the, the Marquis of Queen, 
Sugar Ray. <laughs> the debut album was the soulful, smooth jazz sounds of the class act Lemonade and Brownies that had no double entendre whatsoever. It's just about their favorite None. foods to stop, so stop asking. It matched the band's penchant for classical motifs with the burgeoning soft jazz and adult contemporary movement of the early 90s. It was only improved by Mick G's subtle production techniques. Subtle. <laughs> was a, Mick G's known for being subtle. It was right? a smash hit, eclipsing Michael Bolton's time, love, and tenderness, thanks to its seductive lead-in single, Mean Machine. Let's listen to Lemonade and Brownies by Sugar Ray. Fucking hard as fuck. And for jazz cats, these guys can riff. But all jokes aside, this is Honestly, a this is a time, man. It's not that bad. Yeah, not bad at all. <laughs> not that bad. They were playing hockey in the music video, from what I recall. That true? Yeah. And they did that thing in the music video where, like, the drummer does like a snare roll. But like the snare drum is filled with milk. Yeah. So it's just like, <laughs> yeah. Surprised is they didn't fill with lemonade. Right? Yeah, I'm 100. percent Yeah. The video is like them in a hockey ring. This is good. I feel like Mark McGrath could rip a sweet punk band. Yeah, it is. It's called Sugar Ray. That's true. <laughs> There's, def- there's definitely moments on this record that I was like, all right, you know, maybe maybe early Sugar Ray gets too much flack. This is actually I've, I've been like listening to a lot of new metal this year, like yeah. ironically, just like actually Limp Biscuit bang. I like to. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. metal's good. Are you are you getting into like Spirit Box and uh, all those cats like those new new metal bands? No. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, kind of. Um, yeah. There, there's actually this band from Canada called Flashback who I've been really yeah. fucking with. They really have a huge like in Vancouver or like BC. There's like a huge new new metal band, whatever you yeah. call second wave new metal. Yeah, they got a whole they got a whole like a uh, bunch of people there who are like eight string guitars, amp like computer amp sims. Let's yeah. just make the heaviest shit we can possibly make. That's like yeah. that's that Vancouver's good. metal scene right now. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. wild. Drop C tuning. <laughs> drop C, like drop A. Yeah. <laughs> Nine strings, bitch. You know? Eichler's was doing the Dio thing with a yeah. metal sign. Yeah. Metal sign. Nine strings, bitch. Yeah. yeah. Uh what do? else? Let's talk about lemonade and brownies. Uh yeah, you know what? For a um I like it is a nice balance. Like it, it is kind of sweet on sweet, but I think the like tartness of lemon the lemonade like really balances out sweetness of brownies. Cuts the chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's a good combo. Yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah. It's a good yeah. dessert. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like tea time. It's tea time. I thought it was it's really tasteful color. how they named their Debut album, Piss and Shit. I think that rules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Hey. And it was put out on Atlantic. <laughs> and it was produced by a, a video, a music video director. Okay, this record. Uh, it's not bad. I don't hate no, it. No, no. I don't hate it. Honestly liked it way more than I than I thought I was going to. Um, the, the song Danzig Needs a Hug. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. It's yeah. so like I, I went in he and does. I was like, this is this is going to be the hit on the record. Look at this name. And then, you know, in 
It's just they don't touch on it at all. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but no. I was I was listening to it again this morning and I realized the only reason I like it is because it reminds me of a song from Homestar Runner. There's <laughs> there's there's a strong bad email bit where he's doing strong bad bottom 10. And one of <laughs> one of the things in his bottom 10 is songs that use na na shoo shoes and doop doos instead of actual lyrics. <laughs> and, and he talks about this limousine song feed the children's and the chorus is na 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 hey hey do do and it's almost exactly like the chorus of dancing needs a hug and i was like holy shit this is just the homestar runner song this is crazy do you remember poot slap it's also a uh homestar runner song and i'm like i try no, to talk about it slap. often what but like no that? and i'm like it goes like poot slap poot slap dong with that dong <laughs> round two what's that Doom. Dun, 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 round and all together with that dong dong with that dong boot slap boot slap it's really good that sounds awesome and then, it goes, like, and then it goes like boot doggy 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 i don't know i don't really appreciate <laughs> yeah. yeah. i don't really appreciate how we're just skipping What's over slap? ike's like absolutely pitch perfect yeah strong, strong bad, bad we did yeah, that, yeah, that, good? Was, yeah, that was yeah it was amazing yeah, yeah it was absolutely impressive uh-huh. excellent I mean, Ike is Homestar, though, so Homestar hangs mm-hmm. around Strong Bad. You, you know, strong yeah. Bad. Yeah. Ike Bale. Homestar? Yeah. The Witch's Blue. I'm more of a Homestar. Actually, I'm more Teen Girl Squad. Teen Girl Squad! <laughs> I have a crush on every boy. <laughs> we're just doing Homestar. Yeah, we're just Homestar. <laughs> homestar, the Skycats. All right. Uh, what else is on here? There's a there's a bit. <laughs> they do a bit on this album. That's fun. So they <laughs> like, like bits. Two minute comedy album uh, skit. Oh, the um, the drive by, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yes, right. Yeah, that's what I did not. That did not come on. <laughs> They're in a drive on. Oh, that's fun. Here's <laughs> a fun that fact. Did not I, come on I, the playlist. I don't remember. This is definitely not on whatever was on Spotify. But they do a cover of White Minority, the Black Flag song. Oh, <laughs> that really? was on the Japanese, uh, Japanese bonus track. Wow. Did That's bananas. No, I'm no, just looking at it right now. And it's, Is that it's good? wild. No, no I, would, heard I, would, it. I, would, I would love to know. <laughs> like, <laughs> listeners, Sounds good. Listen and tell us. Tell us. Did yeah. Sugar Ray nail it? <laughs> um, but yeah, D- speaking of Limp Bizkit, DJ Lethal does all the scratches. On He's the guy. Eh? Yeah. Oh, Wait, really? Wow. Yeah. This was before they got their they got their own DJ? Well, so DJ Lethal was also in House of Pain. Yes. That's a fun fact. Yeah. Right. So he, yeah, this is before uh, Sugar Ray got their DJ. Uh, that will come up in the future. Yeah. I, I appreciated, and I think the first two records are kind of like this anyways. It's mixture of like, there'll be like two rock songs. Yeah. And then there will be like a, like a, like a P-Funk yeah. interlude for like two minutes yeah yeah and those bizarre. are the two styles of songs that they do they do like weird new metally punk songs on these records and then every now and then just like a like a, a, a piece like something you might hear in an interlude on like a dr dre record or something yeah. it's really weird they uh i i do think that mark's like metal voice is not grating like you know when he's being all metal yeah like i find it not annoying in the way that like hoobastank when they do like a metal song is like annoying yes hoobastank hoobastank yeah Yeah. um yeah i don't know it's it is worth a listen let's be honest like (laughs) at its at its worst it feels a little bit like the limp biscuit we have at home but 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> but I, I feel like there's more redeeming redeeming qualities. Like, I, like I, I will say lyrically, just like singing songs about cars, and basically that's it. That's like, stupid. yeah, that's really fucking <laughs> yeah, stupid. But so it funny. sounds not bad at all, really. Yeah, they just love cars. Like, that's, I so, hate that. I'm so sorry much. if people like everyone's allowed to like what they like. Um, but, but it's like Fu Manchu. Like cars they, are boring. Fu Manchu loves songs about cars. I was gonna say there's definitely a couple of songs on this album that veer into Fu Manchu territory. If they're talking about like F1, sure. okay, yeah. I'll listen. No, I think I think he's talking about his <laughs> just car. Yeah, I don't care about your. <laughs> You're like, you know what? Songs about hot rods broke. Songs about F1 woke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Or like about like a, it'd be funny if it was about like a Toyota Yaris. <laughs> Yaris yeah, we need we need more Yaris. Rock. Yaris Hilton. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yaris <laughs> Hilton. Yaris that's Hilton. crazy. It's not original. That <laughs> yeah. was the oh. Mighty Car Mods name. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. I was gonna but, say BRB changing my stage but name. Listen, to, but listen <laughs> to this one. I had a Honda Fit. Honda Fitney steers. Jane Honda, but also Honda Fitney Steers. It's a not lot. Fitney Spears. It's a hat on a hat. Fitney Steers. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Honda Fitney Steers. That is original. Well, actually, my mom misheard me because it was Fitney Spears, and she was like Fitney Steers, and I was like, yes. Oh, I get it now. The rare mom punch up. It's way better than a mom punch down. <laughs> way better if there's anything about my mom i know she punches up <laughs> yeah she's like george carlin yeah um the massive success of the album woke up mark's superstar persona he cleaned up his clown makeup and decided that he needed to lean in on the thing <laughs> did he have that was makeup? going to make <laughs> i did say he was dressed as john wayne Gacy, okay yeah. <laughs> uh <laughs> decided that he needed to lean in on the one thing that was going to make him famous academia <laughs> sorry one second <laughs> I forgot that I did this. Okay. <laughs> Mark spent much of 1996 attending the University of Göttingen and getting his PhD in theoretical physics. He then began search, uh, teaching at the University of California, Berkeley, where he began flirting with the Communist Party. It was there that he was approached by the U.S. military to do experiments and develop a weapon to counter its enemies. He gathered a team of super scientists and succeeded in developing a massive nuclear weapon. While grappling with the cost of what he had done, he is then thrust into an ugly court battle that sees his name dragged through the mud, but ultimately is victorious thanks to the help of his friends and colleagues. In 1997, Sugar Ray recruited a new full-time turntablist, Craig Bullock. (laughs) On the day of record, Craig showed up with a shirt covered in blood, a tattered copy of Catcher in the Rye, and took on the name DJ Homicide. (laughs) Years later, Craig would be hauled off to prison for premeditating a hit and run. Uh, with Mark quoted as bad saying, dude, bad dude. Mark was quoted as saying, the signs just weren't there. The, <laughs> oh <my God>. Okay. <laughs> the album recorded was Floored, produced by underground producer David Kane, who would produce their future albums, who's known for producing such cult classic groups such as Tony Bennett, Kelly Clarkson, and Paul McCartney. It features the okay. band at their most okay. collegiate owing to Mark's time in university, but the world was just not ready for progressive elements. It does feature al- deep album cuts that fans call criminally underplayed like this one. Number three. Well, it is all nice and decent. Slip of the curl. This is Mr. Cat and Sugar Ray riding. Hey, light it up. Toasting. So much toasting. All right, let's talk about it. Floored. This is the one, right? This is the one. I I don't know, got dude. this album when it came out. <laughs> I don't know, dude. 
<laughs> no, when I say it's the one, I mean uh, it's the one people know. <laughs> I got this album when it came out, and when I was listening to it this week, I was like, why is the human brain wired in such a way that I remember 90% of the lyrics from an album that I last listened to in 1998? No way. But I still sublime. know so many of them. It's giving sublime. That's what. The rest of the album. So yeah. I was I was listening to the beginning of this this discography at my desk at work, and my boss was like, "Boy, what I got really just came out and ruined an entire generation of bands." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah." Hacky sacks of plenty. So oh I, I I love that this song is on the record twice. In case, yeah, yeah, totally. in case like the super cat bit was too much for people, they put like the non super cat version. <laughs> Last on the record? At the end. At if the you end. The tell end. Google to play Sugar Ray, which is what I did all week at work, apologies to my coworkers <laughs> and clients, but uh, this came on just like over and over and over now, and, be and honest, over and over. Gets better the more you listen to it? Uh, well, it got more like, it definitely became background music at some point. It is, How- it is so... Um, Grocery store. Yeah. What, yeah. Yeah. What, yeah. Do we got, what do we got for numbers on that song? Oh, that's a good one. Spotify streams. How many? How many it's, times? It's in the top five. Uh, one, 139, 139 million. 139 million. Ah, oh, it seems low. People want to fly. Yeah, that's I, too much. <laughs> you know what though? I, we here in Canada in the late nineties, we were served up from the powers that be a compilation record every year called Big Big Shiny, Shiny Tunes. Tunes. This was huge and on it. Everyone had this yeah, compilation. We all had Big Shiny Tunes. Yeah, had everyone had it and it was basically just like a comp of like all of the fucking hits of the hits of like alt rock basically yeah, there's some popular stuff because there was much dance and there was big shiny tunes much dance had all the dance songs big shiny tunes had all the rock songs yeah and big shiny tunes yeah. 2 had this song it had song 2 by blur uh oh, yeah. it had a whole bunch of Woo! other songs Woo! yeah but that because of that i think in canada fly has probably more like spins than right. most it's, places everyone I knows believe. this song here yeah. Period. Yeah, it might as well be Steal My Sunshine. I am like, oh, I know, um, which ooh. I feel like I always it wants get to be. Len. It does want to be. It you wants know, to you be know who's a big, big fan of Len, <coughs> and she'll be editing this podcast. Hey, my Bong. lovely wife, Arianne. Yeah, big Len fan. Try to look up, this is really creepy, but I did Google Mark McGrath Young. Okay. I've, I've, I've <laughs> been Daddy staring either. at the Google image page of Mark McGrath images the entire time we've been recording <laughs> the entire time i just started he looks better with dark hair he didn't ask yeah i don't know why he frosted so hard yeah i don't like the dark hair looks great whoa he's dated some hotties he did well yeah okay i found one bad picture of him which i feel bad about but <laughs> Yeah, something's going on there. Fine. There's a little flea energy going on in that picture. <laughs> Joey. There's a little pretty. bit of like, uh, uh, he kind of looks like the guy from Encino I mean, this Man. is pretty body shamey. Wait, are you talking about the one where he's in the water wearing the checkered shorts? <laughs> no, but that I want to see that one. Yeah, so Scott. Scott confirmed. I didn't realize he was so Scott. Yeah. Scott confirmed. So, I mean, I guess we'll learn more about him Oh, soon. no, here's uh, a picture of him oh. with vanilla ice. He's got oh, a lot of work yes. done now. Uh, this is a, a fun tangent, but I, I just purchased a, a bass guitar this week because it's yeah. a little cheap. Uh, and I went into their <clears> thing and 
I don't know about other people, but each guitar that I own needs to have its own strap. So I was looking at a strap, and they also had straps for sale. You mean and a one gun. Of, it needs a new gun. Yeah, it needs a new gun. <laughs> and one of the straps that were for sale was a, a checkered strap, right? Mm. And I was like, ooh, I could get the on-sale, like, ska strap. I said this to the guy. And the guy was like, oh, you don't like ska? And I was like, no, I do a podcast about ska. <laughs> and he was like, uh, okay. <laughs> My brother in Christ, I live ska. Yeah. You don't understand. Yeah. You asked the wrong person that question. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't should... hate his tattoos. <laughs> he's got he, he's just... got the swallows on his shoulders. It's I, cute. Those are classic. Those yeah. are totally cute. Yeah. That's what I was saying. And little praying hands. Like pretty classic. Nautical star. He's got a nautical star. Classic for sure, tats. Right? He did get That's the filler Cali, and Botox got yeah. away from him. <laughs> for for sure. <laughs> Which is always a good reminder. Okay, Scott Daddy Meter, you gotta do it. Well, I mean, like objectively, okay, young, like twelve, young, (laughs) dark hair, like that with the the dark. Well, get out of here. That's that's out of control. That's some bone structure. That's objectively a very good looking. He's hitting us with the blue steel there for sure. The idea that he'd be born looking that way and he would be a millionaire. Yeah, that's just someone who like would be famous regardless, (laughs) like Pam Anderson style, like where it's just like you look at them and you're like you like will have a job being just some, i don't nice. know yeah looking yeah. nice yeah. that's what my boss said um, too when i was is. just <laughs> berating him with sugar ray for an entire work day he's like this this dude is too he's handsome not to be famous and i was like yeah like yeah just straight yeah, up the facial despite what he chose to do to himself <laughs> yeah that's real <laughs> the sexy list mark mcgrath Aliyah, usher nelly Furtado, alicia keys and paul walker well was that like yesterday <laughs> yeah <laughs> um can you <laughs> Anyways, Can you play RPM because we need to keep playing songs about yep. cars? Okay. So now we're about at a six or five for Mark. This is oh, literally, yeah. this is literally this one of two songs playing. on the record I liked. This song started playing and it got past the first like couple of words, and I was like, oh yeah, I do know all the words to this song. I was singing along to it in my car. This bit where it's like the, the accelerator. Yeah, I know the happening. slide on the guitar. That's Sick. a wild choice. Yeah. Man, they, I'm sure they just thought they were so smart. This does wait, go wait, pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, I love yeah. I love that the record starts with like the 311-ass chill, but it's I am. That rules. <laughs> I'm not into the way he's, I'm not not into the way he's singing. This is, yeah. this is doing something. He will let you down. Is, yeah, he will. He says so. This is a leaning a this little. This is like monster magnetic. No. So good. Sorry, what was that? She monster magnetic. Monster magnetic was acoustic guitar, so though. Just yeah. a good point. This part. This part is so, so dumb. This is so lethal. So good. That's dumb. <laughs> Look, in the it 90s, goes a little hard, but it was rock stupid. music with. Cool little tricks on key on, on turntables were the thing. All right, I would argue that it's a classic sound. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Bleep bop, bleep beep boop. Yeah, <laughs> like you don't even need <laughs> real noises. You just scratch them, and they become fun noises. That's it. Um, the first time I heard this record, I sorry, I just remembered this. I was actually on a boat, which I feel like is the most appropriate thing. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I was. Were you on a dolphin too? <laughs> No, no. I, <laughs> I was on a lonely island. Um, <laughs> um, I was on like my friend's dad's boat and we were like going boating. I was a teenager and he's like, 
dude, you got to check out this record. Sugar Ray used to be a rock band. <laughs> yeah. And I just remember, like, even back then, I was like, holding on to the inner tube, he's blasting Sugar Ray, and I was like, this isn't great. <laughs> <laughs> but that is the right con. If you can't enjoy it in that context, then you can't enjoy it at For all. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I was fucking wakeboarding. I had my Oakleys on. Sugar Ray was blasting. Yeah. <laughs> I was freshly frosted. It was all star. Uh, wishing it was Smash Mouth. Listening to Blasted Sugar Ray, wishing it was Smash Mouth. What other thoughts do you have on Floored, Ike? What what songs do you like and what songs don't you like? I liked I liked RPM. I guess I like Fly and I liked American Pig. I like I like the yeah. songs that sound like uh, Limp Biscuit reject songs. Though <laughs> I yeah I, I feel like I feel like like. I can't believe I'm saying this. Lemonade and Brownies was like started out on high, and then I feel like they lost the plot for this record. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like this record Ironically. sucks compared to Lemonade and Brownies. Like the record's well, so much better. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's it's kind of tougher. It's faster. It's like a little bit more like the, don't give a fuck. Yeah. I think they gave too many fucks on this one. I think that's so. the problem. Yeah. They were uh, trying. Yeah. That yeah. cover on this album is bonkers. Though. It's so oh, it's uh, like, stand it's and like, deliver. It's, it's like so weird, but it's so great. Oh, I thought you meant like the album artwork, which I, I, was say, I thought you meant the album artwork too. Fun. Yeah, which I was that's gonna say is fun. like pen and pixel, like but for Southern California. Yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> and why is he being like a karate guy? Like, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. You might but, as well have bear, bears with money. Like, it might as well be the same thing. But no, the, that weird stand and deliver song is a cover on this album. Adam and the Ants, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's a and very Adam and the Ants weird... is a legit ass punk rock. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah the, again, and they did a. So they've, freaking... they've cut, they've, like, they get, like, they, they seem know. to listen to good they music. Have, they <laughs> have the right taste. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's no problem with their taste. It's but then, just the but delivery. Then... There are. I, I was pleasantly surprised that there was some edgy, edgy tunes, <laughs> some new metal creeping in but at work. It says here in the same two week period, Insane Clown Posse, Limp Bizkit, and Smash Mouth all released their biggest records. Wow! Yeah. Wow! What a time the gold, to be the golden. Alive. What year is that? Because now we know it's the go- ninety-seven. The golden age the of, of music. Ska. All yes, music. Yes. The summer of ska also had was also the summer of new metal. I'm holding on to the ICP. That's which ICP the album? Just y'all? ICP in general, like well, I, I don't, it came out to the world. Thing, yeah. Oh, because if it's like Great Malenko, then we're fucking talking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if we're talking Great Malenko, came out. I that think it year? was. Yeah, Great Malenko. Where my chuckle was at? Whoop, whoop. All right. <laughs> on to the next thing. Yeah, 97, okay, Great Malenko. Hell Damn. fucking Hold yeah. Smokes. You, you know I can pull that out. <laughs> yeah. Got him. My friend had a blacklight poster of that. That cover's sick, too. I can't, I can't wait right. till we get to the ICP episode. I know. <laughs> it's, it's coming next year. Next year. <laughs> 1998 saw the band at their lowest. They couldn't get their song airtime. Mark McGrath was being turned down for media appearances, and they're being threatened to be. He wasn't on TV at all. No, which was really weird. It was very weird. I've never saw him on TV ever after that. Yeah, that's why he got all that work done. Yeah, so they could get back on TV. Right. Mark, in a fit of depression, got super into numerology. The band often couldn't find him for days at a time, and he would return disheveled with a long beard, unbathed in his hair, its natural color. Finally, he uncovered what he dubbed the ultimate secret. Quote, quote, there are 10 fingers, but two are thumbs. 10 minus two is eight, which is pronounced the same as eight or two. Two sounds like two. There are two ears and two eyes. Whoa. Two plus two is four. Whoa. There are four members in our band. Quiet, DJ Homicide. I'm on a roll here. <laughs> four, four. Four is French for oven. A microwave is also an oven. 
Microwaves have popcorn settings, which is two minutes, 30 seconds. Wow. That's 150 seconds. One tenth is the first tithe in the Bible. One tenth of 150 is 15. 15. 15 is everything, man. It's biblical. The album they recorded after this revelation was 1459 in 1999 (laughs) due to a one second margin of error in Mark's calculations. It features choral arrangements, significant pipe organ, and sung entirely in Latin. While it was seen as unwise to go all the way into worship music, it was a monster smash hit and made the band $21 million, which is the GDP of the Vatican. Yeah, I was like, that's a specific number. And Mark said this about the album. See? See? Here we go. Every morning. Let's listen to it. Okay, let's talk about this one. Another classic. So this is, they were just like, you know what? hanging with my friends. I will say, if I was Sugar Ray... And Fly was this, like, unexpected, gigantic hit that just took over the life. I also would just say, double down on that shit. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, for sure. Not the wrong Yeah, keep doing all. that. Yeah. Beep, beep, boop, beep, beep, I do, I do like the, the intentional misdirection with the intro track before going into this one, though. Yeah, it's like it's open fun. up with a thrash metal instrumental. It's like, oh, that's cute. And then they go into just fun beachy Chilling. shit. <laughs> yeah, they're just like full on twangy Beach Boys music, like just right in, right in there. He can sing. Yeah, like he can. Do you th- He's a good singer. <laughs> do you think the uh, DJ Homicide and the drummer just like rock paper scissors for who are gonna play drums on songs like this? <laughs> This is nice. Raise it. Shut the door, baby. It's so good. So good. This song, I feel like, held up. Like, I was surprised how good this song was. Because I've never just put it on and listened to it. More than Fly. Yeah. It's it's way better than Fly. Yeah. 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 I I thought I was going to like Fly the most, but this is the, this is kind of the hit. And, and it's like we used to get these samplers at uh, Sunshine Video Music Station where I worked when I was a child. <laughs> and I remember In these the songs. Mines. Yeah. And uh, they would have like these so- like these particular Sugar Ray songs we're listening to next. And it, so they're just like locked in my memory now. Almost like I don't even know if I have an opinion on it. Just like, oh, these are just songs that are always living in my head rent free just constantly. Uh, truly a grocery store banger yeah yeah I, that's Ike, talk to me about yeah, yeah. 1459 because uh, it's one second off of 15 minutes of fame just that's what the joke is i get it oh i like, oh, I like the album cover there's a dog on a diving board that's adorable <laughs> big fan um yeah, they're good they're good at album art <laughs> uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> they're making choices they're definitely making huge choices. huge decisions they definitely yeah yeah <laughs> first first and last decisions <laughs> honestly i like i like all the beachy songs i feel like live and direct with krs1 is a miss i think they just heard sublime do that song about krs1 where they sampled krs1 and they were like let's get krs1 to do some ad libs and not even like do a verse I will say the professor needs to fucking not do features. Yeah. <laughs> like KRS One yeah. rules, but man, he just like features doing, on a song. And you're like, Whoa, yeah, yeah. Step back. Just needs more BDP. So true. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I like old hip hop. <laughs> oh, fair. Um, 
So yeah, what else? What else do you think about it? I think you probably put some time on this one. I this is actually the record that I didn't play more than once. <gasps> really? Yeah. It's just one and done. Yeah. Like, just every morning, got it. Someday, got it. Yeah. And then what's what's the <laughs> other one? Uh, even though, yeah, those those three songs are like the Sugar Ray sound. Everything else, I thought I liked Falls Apart just because like oh, it's kind of like an indie rock song and nah. Nah. <laughs> that, that was a good, that was a single too, right? Wasn't it? They had four singles on this. I can't Whoa, remember. Oh, four was. singles! Yeah, Sugar Ray in '99. You don't think they're getting four singles? Yeah. No, not not <laughs> not with the the history that we just learned. How many? And how many? There was probably what a dozen tracks on that album. So like a third of the album came out as the singles. song "Glory" was used in American Pie. Of course, it was. <laughs> we should listen. We should listen to someday. I remember this song. Here we go. Falls Apart was a single. Yes. I didn't yet realize they had as much music. I like a, I like a break. Yeah. This is a banger too though. Yeah. I mean as much as I yeah. as much as Joey and I have our opinions about slow and grandpa guitar. Grandpa guitar. I feel like if you put a record backbeat behind it though, it's fine. Yeah. When my life has passed me by. I do like that little move. Again, sublime really made a move right? yeah totally. yeah i don't know if i drew the line between sugar ray and sublime as strongly as i'm seeing it now you know oh, yeah. what i mean like there's really is a, a lot of parallel things happening i like this song yeah the song's a jam man yeah another grocery this, store banger this part coming up yeah where he's like steps away from the mic. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so good. Sing in the other room, you know yeah, what I mean? Don't sing in this room. Yeah, sing, sing in the other room. Sing in the other room. Just the subtlest little scratches. Just a. There's a. I wouldn't even call it a turntableism. I'd just say like that's like some like a studio turntableist. Like, it's like the equivalent to like ghost notes on drums or something like that. Just like just in there a little bit just for some flavor. Yeah. DJ Homicide showing up for work. Dude, easiest job. Good job. All right, let's take a break. I think we're I think we're ready for a break. We're yeah, really getting in it. Yeah. And uh, then uh, we'll get back and we'll talk some more Sugar Ray. Welcome back to Checkered Past. We're here with Ike talking Sugar Ray. Oh, yeah. And after the album 1459, Mark sought serious help and got much-needed conversational therapy. He cut his hair, refrosted his tips, and decided to get into the lucrative world of international hospitality. He always loved the Philippines and decided to start an open-air cruise. He needed a hook, so the entire staff was dressed in ape costumes, and they served nothing but tacos, burritos, enchiladas, and nachos. The time away also allowed Mark to get into more difficult music. Wanting to shy away from the clean choral effects of the previous album, he began listening to Death, Pig Destroyer, Napalm Death, and Cannibal Corpse, and wanted his next album to be- reflect his new interests. Oh my god. That album was 2001's Sugar Ray, a brutal, nihilistic, and devastating wall of sound of C-Tune guitars, bone-rattling bass, and faster-than-light drumming. <laughs> faster-than-light. Mark- Mark's vocals and lyrics were equally brutal and shocked the world as they saw him equally as this clean-cut scientist up to this point, <laughs> and were blown away by his new persona, especially on stage where he spat blood, wrapped himself in barbed wire, and slung curses at the crowd let's talk about the self 
t- titled Sugar Ray with this classic death metal song. <laughs> yeah, you can hear oh, it. This one, yeah. Anyway, so I, fucking I really, really brutal. like how they like where they put the eight string in the mix on this one. Where they put it? Really get those gent overtones. Yeah. It's cool that they use the double kick. <laughs> Blast beats. <laughs> Blast beats. Um, anyway. Not all bad. All serious, Not this bad. Is just great. Okay. Get, like, <laughs> this, I might be lying. This might, this might be my number one. Go, 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 go. You know? I know. Yeah. yeah. Rob, what you, were, I think what you were saying about, like, the singles from the last record, Living in Your Head, this is that song for me. Oh, this one. Yeah. This song has been yeah. in my in my head since I was like nine years old. <laughs> this is a pretty <laughs> perfect yeah. pop song. Yeah, like, yeah, I agree. Totally. Yeah. Oh, that this also fucking missing banger. you. Yeah. Oh my God. The harmonies. His harmonies are. He's a good singer. Yeah. He's also singing right down the middle. Yeah. Hey, that's where I like to be. <laughs> Listen, man, he just we loves love like the key of C. Yeah, like, yep. just, that's what four four key, key of C, man. The like just key. who's saying you gotta the break the, you gotta break stuff. Right? There was a third in there. <laughs> he brought it to a third in some of those harmonies. He brought it to a third. <laughs> yeah, I just learned these terms a week ago. <laughs> yeah, and a fifth maybe. <laughs> yeah, a fifth. yeah, those are the like, only that's how ones you make I harmony. Okay. But then <laughs> they did tell me those are the two most important ones. <laughs> that's real. That's real. That, that's yeah. why that band's called Fifth Army. It's the second most important one. So uh, let's talk about this this record a little bit more. Nick Hexum shows up. I keep wanting you to put that does. song back on. Like <laughs> yeah. I keep being like, where'd it go? I want yeah. to like listen to it again. Is is the song with Nick Hexum the first Sugar Ray ska song in the discography, or like pretty much the most ska like they've gotten only. so far? Pretty much the, or maybe even the only, right? Stay on. Well, no, no, I should. Oh no, 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 no. It goes in a different direction. Oh no, 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 no. But stay, stay on, Nick Hexum, because Nick Hexum brings the skull where he goes, right? That's what he's known for. Hexum, if you got him, that's what I always say. I was thinking like, bruh, Hexum, ha ha ha, Hexum. Just no Pete. No peanut though. That's the only unfortunate thing. Yeah, <laughs> that is a an unfortunate thing. Love we, peanut. Um, this record has answered the phone. That's a fun. Oh, song. I love that song. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that song too. I almost put that one on, but I was like, but when it's over, man, when what it's a when it's over I'm is the hit. Love again. Um, answer the phone is the people's song from that record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's real street level. Yeah, yeah. a lot of a lot of people didn't realize it was written about the Scream franchise. <laughs> mm. Nice. That would have been text. that would have been <laughs> contemporary of this time. You know, it's a good joke yeah. when you have to like lightly apologize. Well, I do it all the time as well, yeah. but when you have to lightly apologize after it is a good one. <laughs> I'm so, sorry that you guys didn't find sorry. it as funny. Yeah, as you hard sorry. Yeah, that was a real sorry. I cannot. Yeah. Um, you but, keep being Canadian. Uh I I don't know. 1459 Sugar Ray self-titled. Pretty good. Really good. Pretty I think good. I think it's better than 1459. Like, yeah, not a bad. I like. Oh yeah, I like more songs than not on this record. Yeah, I would say I honestly do as well. I would say fourteen fifty nine was not the last second of their fifteen minutes of fame. Yeah. Oh, the irony. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's got all this birthday birthday ju- juju happening. Yeah, I'm still on island time. Yeah, you're on island time. <laughs> but I think the 
I think in uh, 2001, the the big song that Sugar Ray is most known for is like the hidden track on the album. Like we should listen to that. <laughs> I hate Robert. I hate him. God, they were so real for reals in this one. <laughs> you could have put a, a hidden track. Actual song. I, I could have. <laughs> but it was 2001. So if I have to, if I have to talk about this year, it's been a while since we've been caked. <laughs> it's been a while since we've been caked. Do you think it'll catch on with Rick, Rick Rolling? Yeah, this is the Rick Roll of Raw. Yeah. It's just drum roll. Rob roll. Yeah. Rob Rob roll. roll. You gotta get it on um, TikTok. <laughs> get on TikTok yeah. where I just. You just get you get you just cake people. Okay, oh, yeah. I think we've heard enough of this. Why? Honestly, Mark Mark McGrath would body those vocals. Yeah, it would. yeah. Like I I the vocals are the only thing keeping me from liking Cake. <laughs> if Mark McGrath was singing instead of Mr. Cake, I'm in. Yeah. Mr. Cake. I think that's his name. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. he's canon. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Mark McGrath, like Sugar Ray should cover Cake. It would go hard. They should yeah. just do an album. Yeah. Let's yeah. look it up and see if they've done it. Sugar. No. <laughs> they should definitely cover a Cake, like if they're, um, you know, at a. At a the baking competition. Because you don't want to get flies in it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Took, Important. Can you, like, speed up that those gaps area? <laughs> that <laughs> you're editing? Like, you well thought out like, delivery. Cover it in, like, buttercream. shorten the pauses please (laughs) all right the album was another massive success showing that their brief slump in the 90s was only a minor setback for their ever-evolving brilliance (laughs) ever-evolving mark had moved past his business as a restaurateur to pursue pursue his next favorite pastime acting he earned a tony award for his book lyrics for his one-man show mark my words that the new york times called dramatic poignant and maybe just a little bit horny for some reason this time i was like Oh, did, I didn't know he had a one-man show. <laughs> he did. The, did he? Yeah, mark my words. Mark my words. Is that, that seems so <laughs> real. That seems so real. Because it is. Because it is. Uh, is the mark, reason, comma, my words. words. <laughs> <laughs> my words, Mark. You get my it. words. <laughs> um, the New York Times called it dramatic, poignant, and maybe just a little bit horny. It's everything <laughs> you want from someone who just recently closed down his floating restaurant. The next album was 2003's In Pursuit of Leisure that <laughs> harkened back to the Old West and the outlaw country of a bygone era, where people were not afraid to call it as they saw it and take shots at those in power on behalf of the farmers, the laborers, and the workers of the world. It was deeply political and is often cited as a Bush-era call to arms and one of the most fiercely topical albums of its time. Let's listen to... Uh, Mr. Bartender. The... <laughs> oh no. This is the one you picked? It's the single. Really? Oh no. My, my man. It's the single. Yeah. What a crazy song, right? It's usually me saying that to Rob. Always upset with the picks. It's so easy to rock it all night, guys. It's so easy. It's alright. This is just so right. And this is... if you want to talk about tasteful covers, they do a Joe Jackson cover on this as well. I, really? I actually remember yeah. hearing that on the radio like back then, and that's how I heard about the Joe Jackson song. Despite my mom being like a huge Joe Jackson fan, I oh, think they were Joe playing Jackson. 
fucking rules. It's yeah. really going out with him. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. And they're, they're... And Look Sharp, that album, is awesome. It's That's so an awesome sick. Joe Jackson album. Yeah. Um, their, their cover of that song is really good. I like it a yeah. lot. Their covers are good. Yeah. And they're, like, legit. Like, good choices. I have to say, this song is some background music. Yeah, this is well. It's just so fucking boy bandy. Oh, it's like, they, yeah. So this album yeah. is really leaning in on just we're a boy band. It's 2003. Yeah, and Sugar Ray is is at this point doing probably the record. Shows. The record execs were probably like, hey, like this I don't know is if it's selling. I don't know if by this time he had done his stint on um, was it uh, I'm trying to remember what reality show he was on, um. It was right at the top. Well, yeah, he was on Celebrity <laughs> Big Brother, but I th- like he was um, American Idol. I believe he was like a guest judge on for like a season. Oh yeah, really? Yeah, he was. Yeah, I do remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like Dang. he was in the mid aughts. He was a he was celebrity. Like he was, he was like Everywhere. a reality yeah. show guy. Yeah, for sure. Like to the point where he was more pop, like kind of like um, Randy Jackson or whoever. Like almost more popular as like a like a talking head on those shows than he was as a musician. Right. Yeah. Right. Which is wild to think about uh what do you think about this record in pursuit of leisure honestly love love the name genius hits the hits the nail right <laughs> on the head yeah. relatable relatable like, content is, they're it, on a beach like it, on the they're dressed as mariachi like, musicians yeah. <laughs> yeah for some reason yeah, yeah. why um, they, they're pursuing leisure, leisure i yeah. guess everyone knows that mariachi is the the height of leisure yeah, I guess it seems their music seems hard to do. Uh, hey, when I hear mariachi music, I'm chilling. Yeah, that's true. Straight up, they got Shaggy on a song. That's crazy. Really? That's fun. Was he slipping to curl? Um, <laughs> that, that's what? A song. Yeah, well, he says that. Uh, I don't know. It's one of the many things he says. Like somewhere, just like in yeah. 2003, what was Shaggy's career looking like? Like, no offense to him, but like. I feel like Girl, good. You're my angel. That yeah, wasn't too long after uh, it wasn't me came out, right? Three years. Oh, okay. but it was yeah, that yeah. still a hit at that time. Yeah, like three years yeah. on the radio. In yeah, the, the culture was like, culture didn't move that oh, fast. Yeah. Yeah. that fast. Totally. Hey, sexy lady was his big single at that point. I like your flow. Yeah. Your body's banging. Um. Oh shit! There's there's a song like the second to last song on this record, "In Through the Doggy Door." What a song name. I, <laughs> I, I spent, like Deadass, spent a half an hour after hearing it on the computer trying to figure out if Rivers Cuomo co-wrote it. Just because it sounds like a fucking Weezer song. Oh, yeah. yeah. When that, so Weezy. And no, oh and no, no proof. No, no Cuomo. No Cuomo. <laughs> no Cuomo. No Cuomo. I think that Sugar Ray no is, Cuomo. You know, no Cuomo. No Cuomo. No Cuomo. No Cuomo. Yeah, no Cuomo. Many no Cuomo, rivers guys. to cross, but no Cuomo. <laughs> yeah. No Cuomo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I have respiratory uh, illness and it's making me wheeze or no Cuomo. Oh my God. Uh, that's fun, actually. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah that, that's you really good. Quick. Yeah. Did I? I felt like I was just like piecing it you together. Paused, no, it was, but like it was not that long. Beautiful. Masterpiece. It's all, all hits with you today, Rob. Yeah. You're on You're on a roll. You're the, you're, you're the Mark McGrath of podcast bits. You're the, fucking finally. You're the, um, you're the Ashley O of podcasts. 
because Ashley was saying on a mirror and that's from a, uh, on a roll and uh, it's a black mirror. I was, so, yeah, yeah, Miley Cyrus. I was going to say with Sugar Ray, the band, like, you know, I, we don't talk about the other bands that they play instruments. Right. Um, they're kind of like Weird Al's band where, you know, like Weird Al's band can play anything. Yes. I think Sugar Ray's band can just play anything. They're just like, what's popular? Let's just play that. And then <laughs> they can just do it really well. And just like, maybe you know, it's the same yeah. band. Maybe like <laughs> like maybe like band. John Bermuda Schwartz or whatever is <laughs> yeah. there playing guitar. Um, and Bermuda like, yeah. Schwartz gets around. Yeah, right. Yeah, Weird Al's not touring all the time. I mean, Bermuda uh, Schwartz has got to play. For Weird Al kind of is touring all the yeah, time. Yeah, he does tour. He lines. does like two hundred dates at once. God, he's so busy. <laughs> Plus, like, there's nothing more Sugar Ray than having a member named Bermuda Schwartz. If we're being real, <laughs> yeah. I love that so much. <laughs> Puka shell necklace. Yeah, <laughs> we're talking. <laughs> Listeners, if you got it in on Weird Al, we got to get him on here. Help us out. <laughs> Help us out. Oh God, imagine next level. All right, that's the dream. Then Mark crafted a TV show for Nickelodeon in the spirit of Bill Nye to bring his love of science to children. <laughs> he earned a daytime Emmy for his program, The Van McGrath Generator. That Vulture oh my said, God. <laughs> "You know what this show has? Heart. I hope it stays afloat longer than his restaurant." After six seasons in a movie, their next album was 2009's Music for Cougars that featured found sound recordings of rabbits, geese, and prairie dogs layered over minimalist beats in order to answer the question, what if we made music for cougars? It was audacious, experimental, and yeah, so Sugar Ray. So let's play Boardwalk. Yeah, Music for Cougars. Honestly, I bet predatory like, cats love this shit. Yeah, big cats, big fans. Sugar Ray. <laughs> now, Rivers Cuomo is on this one. Wait, really? For realsies? Yeah. Yes, Cuomo. Yes, Cuomo. Wrote, <laughs> yes, Cuomo. Yes, Cuomo. He no. He yeah, wrote, Cuomo? yeah. Love, no Cuomo. Love is the answer. Co-wrote by Rivers Cuomo. Are you fucking serious? I am. Wow. That this is like. Rob, I, I have to pull the, the, the bit aside, but yes. Yes, Cuomo. Yes, Cuomo. Yes, Cuomo. That is yes, bananas. Cuomo. Love is the answer. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe he heard that other song and he's like, I got to get on that next yeah. album. He's like, they get it. They get it. <laughs> they get it. I always yeah, knew Sugar That's what I was it. thinking. I was like, well, he must, think, like, he must have heard the song and been like, all right, what's yeah. up? Why didn't you guys call me? <laughs> I will let's say. Get the next one. Let's Rivers do it. Cuomo. I could, Makes makes choices and decisions to quote Eichler's. Yeah, um, that's real. That boggle the mind, and I think co-writing and featuring on a Sugar Ray. Why not? Not, why not just any Sugar Ray record. Music for cougars. Yeah. Music for cougars. <laughs> Dear Marky, I want you to write a song with me. You know, that's the letter <laughs> that's, he wrote him. Uh, dear Marky. Dear Marky. <laughs> dear Marky, I write you. Dear Marky, I write you. Let's talk about music for cougars. Uh, they really understand their audience in 2009. Um, <laughs> what do you uh, What do you think about this record? Um, it's like it's it's giving her to Sean Kingston song once. Um, energy <laughs> on a lot of the tracks. <laughs> um, Canada, Canada's Canada. Own. No Canada's way, own. really. Yeah. yeah, I am. Kingston. I am learning yeah. so much. Toronto. Today. Or no, somewhere else in Ontario. Yeah, yeah, maybe Kingston. <laughs> yeah, maybe um, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, Joey, it finally happened. <laughs> you got a good one. Thank you. <laughs> yes. uh, um, anyway, continue. Notes, let's see. There's thoughts. there's ska. 
There's auto tune. This this record and oh, am I cougars? Is this music for me? <laughs> yeah. Am I am I cougars? I was I cougars. I was shocked. I cougars? <laughs> yeah. I was shocked at the high level of auto tune on this record. It's so sick. It's wild. Yeah, I think and I think two, Mark McGrath. Two thousand nine, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, in two thousand nine, that was like T Pain was. Yeah, I was gonna like, say T Pain was the guy. The top. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Totally. What do you mean was? Well, I mean, yeah, he won the mass singer. Big, big fan of T-Pain. He, he also won my heart and eternal admiration, but that's different. I saw him live in San Francisco. Have, you, have you heard his new song about uh, turboed cars that samples turboed cars for no. like a bunch of the beat? No, no that sounds yeah. sick, though. I'm sure it rocks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's good. It's this rad video, too. It has a bunch of cars just drifting in circles and stuff. Hell yeah. Sick. He, he has a giant gold uh, Moon Knight from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. That's, That's fun. Of, yeah, it's one of his, uh, like, like bling that he has. And it's you amazing. and your third He's dimension. also a huge racing sim nerd. Like, he built his own, like, racing sim, like, like haptic feedback seat fucking like racing I know you simulator could, like, thing in his house. You could like build houses and get sims to like live together but you can race them too? You can. That's crazy. You put a hot dog on a table and then Do you they... like delete a wall and you just let them go. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the sims work. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry? You're so apologetic I'm today. I'm very apologetic today. I don't know why. I, you know what I love about The Sims? That um, that I, I really enjoy the economy of The Sims because the highest paid job you can have is a rock musician. <laughs> Mark I just used to get so stressed Mark out when they, have, when they would get stressed out in the morning. It always bummed me out so much. Yeah, but real feels. I yeah. know. Too real. Too, just too like real. For real. Too real. Yeah. yeah. Too real. Uh, what other thoughts you got on music for cougars as a cougar? I, you know, as as music for me, I am cougars. Um, I I actually I actually really like it. I like it more than I care to admit, but I will admit it, and I like it a lot. I think I think she's got the woohoo is a really good song title, and <laughs> it's just like Sorry. I love that. I do like she, I, as, as a feminist, I like she's got the woohoo. No, I, think that's I gotta say these are song titles. Girls were made to love. <laughs> Um, true. Honestly, I really like that song. I was true. listening that that came up while true, I was running true. this morning, and I was like, yeah. "Okay, Love 101." Where are the cars? That's what I'm asking. <laughs> they moved I'm to sure Vespas, dude. Look at the record. Yeah, cover. there's a Vespa. Vespa on the yeah. No, it's the album cover. It's a I'm looking at her. Vespa, which I don't like. Get. Well, I guess they were just popular. Scott confirmed. I didn't really want a. Be- <laughs> yeah, it's true. I did really want a Vespa in this era, so. <laughs> Why just in that era? I that still one. well, yeah. actually, I was a passenger one on recently. It was very scary. <laughs> it did not feel stable. Uh, uh, finally, Mark earned a coveted Oscar for best production for his hyper realistic bed design in James Cameron's Avatar Five. The blue people fuck in this one. In a oh middle God. review, the, the Guardian <laughs> said. <laughs> in a, Right. I broke ice. Got, got him. Got him. Got him. Got him. In a middling review, The Guardian said, I wish I could sleep on Mark McGrath's meticulously designed 3D bed as this three and a half hour movie put me to sleep. Kind of like how McGrath is sleeping on his restaurant. At McGrath's acceptance speech, he was quoted as saying, I'm sick of people saying I don't have an eight based Mexican food themed restaurant on pontoons in the Philippines. There's still a gorilla tortilla flotilla in Manila. 
It was a short God, tenure no. turnaround to record their next album, 2019's Little Yachty, a cover, a cover album to all rappers that are little, from Little Wayne to Little Uziel Vertical to Little Nazarati Xylophone to Little Dog Noises. It was an homage as much as an ode, and the tracks were pre- practically note-for-note copies. It again was met with critical acclaim. Little John, when he heard this cover, was quoted as saying, Yes, indeed! Let's listen to the song Good Good Lovin'. Let me give you this good good lovin'. Give me the uh, girl little dog noises made a cameo earlier in this episode. <laughs> little dog yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's real. That's real. So just a full-on scar reggae album. Just a just full-on. If you put this at five speed, this could almost be an Eichler's jam. The, the I've had thoughts version of it. Yeah. Okay. I was like, this, there's, there's something. It's giving, it's giving Eichler's energy. Yeah. I as have, a I heard this. Okay. First of all, when I was looking through the, through the discography when we were talking about doing this band, I was like, I have to listen to like current Sugar Ray. Oh no. And then I saw that their most recent record is called Little Yachty, and I was like, okay, let's fucking go. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. It's, okay, what a move. Hear this with your vocals. That'd be fun. How fun would that end so fast and just like hard beat? <laughs> It'd be super fun. Can I say, little Yachty, all jokes aside, it's really good. It's a really good it's record. It's really good. It's fucking awesome. It should not it is be like, as it is. <laughs> little Yachty. I feel like because it was like a decade between the previous one, they didn't have to give a shit about like being the most current. Being sugar sound. Yeah, they're like, Sugar Ray doesn't have to sound like a boy band. What like, year was this again? 2019. Huh. Wow. That's it's wild. really good. Yeah. 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 It's like yeah. super solid. That's fun. Yeah. Joey, did you I, listen to it? I, this I, has I Joey in it. This is coming I, from I will a, now, yeah. a post-filler and Botox Mark McGrath yeah, singing this. this. Super I'm impressed. Celebrity. His face was tighter, therefore yeah. his vocals are tighter. <laughs> yeah. That's all you need. Snatched face. <laughs> better music it has a no, that's cover of the pina colada song that's fine what yeah oh, so just leading into full yacht rock like fantasy lil yacht more like lil yacht big yachty yeah. yeah um but yeah it, it that is literally what the album's name is it's obviously a joke on lil yachty but it's rapper. like we're like we're doing yacht rock yes yeah but like more than yacht rock, it's like it's, reggae. It's, it's totally, just like reggae. It's crazy. It's just reggae. Has yeah. Cool Chris heard this record? I was just thinking that. I'm worried because I feel like this is right now. This also has late 311 energy, which he <laughs> very much does not like. Right. Oh, so it might put him off. He yeah. might like. But the rest. Maybe after the, the rest. Ep. Maybe after the step. Maybe after this rep. Yeah. yeah. Or ep, like the whole he'll come around. He'll come around. Or maybe he's already pumped. Yeah. Well, maybe well, he just no, needed maybe. to hear the history of the band to really yeah, buy right. in. I actually think yeah. that yeah. getting the whole band history is really what um people are gonna be like, okay, Thanks I'll listen the picture. to it. Just really okay. really makes you root for our friend Mark. Yeah. 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 The, totally. He is the, my friend. The people's friend after this episode. He's yeah. been through a lot. <laughs> I really want him to get that restaurant like happening it's happening he's yeah but he's, happening. but he's yeah. but like people how much energy believe, people just don't believe it's happening well that's the problem they keep saying it's closed but he's saying no it's still open okay you seem skeptical honestly <laughs> um okay K. 
Okay, rank the albums. Okay, let's see if I can do it. Okay, Lil, I I think Little Yachty number one. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> fucking! I just awesome. I just love hearing whoa. that they that they have a record called Little Yachty. That will never not be fun. And it's anymore. number one. And it's number one. And it's good. Yeah, two self titled. Interesting. Three. Lemonade and brownies. Four. Fourteen fifty nine. Five. Floored, I guess. Wow. And then the last two kind of like mixed up. I don't necessarily music for cougars. Why doesn't just music for cougars wow. six, and then uh, pursuit of leisure is just trash seven. <laughs> I don't yeah. like that one at all. We're gonna get canceled. Yeah, based on that ranking. That's my ranking. Ikes, do you have ranking? Ike, what's your ranking? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Um, Self titled music okay. for cougars. Yeah. All right. Little yachty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, lemonade and brownies. <laughs> yeah. In the pursuit of leisure, floored fourteen fifty nine. Oh wow! Okay. Wow. Yeah. Different. 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 I my brain isn't yeah, going to be smart yeah. enough to do that. So yeah, I I feel like uh, Eichlers, you you did like such like important research for this episode. Yeah, you crushed um, it. What is their Scottish song? Oh fuck! I shit. I feel like it might be closer from music for cougars. I feel like okay. it, it has it has a one drop in it and it's pretty like up tempo. It's sort of like rock steady more than it is like reggae like a lot of little yachty right. is. Yeah. Um that that might be it. I also might just be and biased then- because I really, really like that song. Yeah. <laughs> it was for yeah. iCooglers. Yeah. yeah. I- and then <laughs> And then the Nick, the Nick Hexum song. Oh, yeah. I got more stuff. No. Wait, you got more wait, stuff. Yeah. I got another thing. I got yeah, an got ending thing. thing. Yeah. Okay. That brings us to the modern day. We all know Sugar Ray as this group that suffered a major blow in the mid-90s that eventually rose to multi-platinum <laughs> success throughout the 2000s with a constantly experimental sound that borders on outrageous. <laughs> they never seem to sit still and are thirsty for the spotlight. Led by the larger-than-life scientist, come restaurateur, come thespian, Mark McGrath. Oh, my God. Who did... <laughs> Uh, who to this day has not earned the G to finish his EGOT, which I think is absolutely criminal, maybe mm-hmm. not as much as DJ Homicide's conviction, but a close second. <laughs> and we leave you with this new track from the band, unreleased and waiting for their next experimental album that will clash genres once again, shine a light uh, on one of the singular talents of our generation. Will this be the one that finally gets him the G? Only time will tell. Damn, Sugar Ray rocks. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> what I like about Sugar Ray is that they're always pushing the boundaries, right? Truly the, the like, King Vizzard, Gizzard and the Wizard Lizard. Man, you fucked that up so fast. Just roll with it. All good. <laughs> yeah. Ain't nobody That's can keep track of all those Z's. Yeah. No. I, I feel like... More people need their own producer callouts in their own songs. I like that's it's the best. I, I love it when people do it. It's like I, I view it as like the the modern equivalent of like rappers saying their names like the minute before they start their verses on like features. Hell yeah, yeah, totally. Say, it's it's just like it's a hype thing. I think it's fun. I love I, it. Yeah, I, I I sing along to every E I C H L E R S, all of them, whatever. I'm Amazing. <laughs> Fun. This song is great. This is a jam. Thank this you. Thank you. Yeah. You nailed it again. I'm really, really proud of this. Out of ten. Yeah. You should be. And I snuck it in. 
to the house. <laughs> I, I like to think you wove it into the tapestry that is Mark McGrath's career in life. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Also, this could be uh, your Yes Cuomo situation, where on the next album, yes, he gets a hold of you to do a song. My God. Dear Eichlers, I write you. <laughs> if Rivers Cuomo hit me up to be on to write a song together, I would say no thanks. Whoa, hard to hear first. Yeah. What if Rivers Cuomo called you up and was like, yo, I need you to do a song with my buddy Mark McGrath? <laughs> I'd be like, oh yeah. On behalf of yeah. Big like, Yachty. Big Yachty. <laughs> Anyway, enough about Weezer. Ike, thanks for joining us. What have you got to plug? Of course. Thanks for having me. Um, sorry, I just got distracted. Cool, Chris just texted me back. Um, oh, yeah. And? Sorry, this is important. Yeah. 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 Breaking news. Yeah. Plugs can wait. Cool, Chris is eternal. Um, <laughs> I said, have you heard this lol and sent him little yachty? He said, only the pina colada cover. Ha ha. Which means that Joey's <laughs> lagging, dude. <laughs> Damn on, it. Joey. Fucked up. It's like a wagon. <laughs> Just lagging. Yeah. Lagging, wagging. Yeah, lagging, wagging. Lagging, much like our dear friend Joey Cape. Plugs. What do you got for plug, Ike? Uh, Let's see. I I just put out a song called I'm Screaming and a cover of 100 Gex Hollywood Baby. You probably just heard it. Um, Yeah, I don't don't have anything super pertinent. Like I said, Acoustic Record coming out early next year. Check that out. Uh, You'll see me posting about it, talking about it a lot. yeah, I've been I've been keeping my new tone ska playlist up to date with all the cool stuff I'm finding. I spent like probably more time than I should on Reddit <laughs> and just yeah. like especially our ska, which is like mostly like a toxic place has yielded some like pretty cool discoveries. I found this band called Goofy at Night. They posted their EP. I mean, I, yeah, I saw you post that the other day. It's it's sick for like for like a band's first release. Like it's half of it is covers, but like the original stuff is really cool. And the I like I like the production a lot. I feel like it's it's really like creative and well thought out. Um, like shout out to RJ for like who curates the art. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, RJ's like yeah. RJ's the go. Still like doing the, doing, the, work. doing the Lord's work. We've said it before. We'll say it again. RJ does the Lord's work out there. That's real. Yeah. yeah. Shout out. Um, yeah, I I'm gonna gonna keep putting out music, planning some shows, some tours next year. So. Be a lookout. You can follow me everywhere at E-I-C-H-L-E-R-S underscore underscore. Um, come say hi. Perfect. Well, thank you for listening to Checkered Past. Hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at Checkered Past Pod, or send us an email at checkeredpasspod at gmail.com. To support the pod and get bonus content, including a full-length and unedited video of this episode, I recommend doing Eichler's is fun to look at. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, you are, but that's just so fun. Th- that's a weird thing to say to someone. It's, it's <laughs> not. See the little microphone. It's, it's a nice thing. Uh, sign up for our pa- Checkerhead Patreon at patreon.com slash checkeredpast. We also have merch available at checkeredpast.ca. Checkered Past is edited by Ariane and engineered by a Joey. And until next time, I'm Rob. Celine. Engineer Joey. In the mortal words of Sugar Ray, the caboose is juiced. Oh, wow.